0: speaker has been recorded at an online meeting of Addictive Eaters Anonymous. You can email us at contact at aeainfo.org. It's uh, good to be at the meeting. It's lovely to see everybody's smiley faces on a Friday night. Um, Yeah, it's good to be here. When I sat down there for the meeting, I thought, you know, I haven't had to addictively eat today. In fact, since coming to AEA, I haven't had to addictively eat any day since coming here. I haven't been obsessed with food in any way since coming to this fellowship. I haven't had to compulsively exercise. I haven't had to drink copious amounts of double espressos. I haven't had to take painkillers just in case I was going to get a sore head. I haven't had to spend money, especially other people's money, just to make myself feel good. I haven't had to binge watch TV. I haven't had to get drunk on social media. I haven't suffered from anxiety or depression or loneliness. I haven't felt Suicidal or homicidal, thank you, God. There hasn't been any drama. I haven't had a problem with any of those things since I came to AEA, and I had a problem with all of those things before I got here. And and why did that happen? Like, why is it not a problem today? And I believe it's because I came to AEA and I stuck around. I developed a relationship with and a dependence upon a power greater than me. And I finally just stopped fighting and surrendered to the way of life that's described in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. And it sounds really simple, which I guess it is. But I certainly didn't find it easy. Before I came here, life was an absolute mess. It was just chaos with all kinds of different substances and behaviours. And I honestly thought I was going to die in addiction. And worse than the substances and the behaviours was the absolute carnage that went on inside my mind. It was like having a washing machine on supersonic spin all the time. It just—it was constant and it was painful. And I caused most of the mayhem that went on between my ears. I don't really remember anything about food at a young age. Like through my primary school years, I couldn't tell you what kind of foods I ate, how I ate. I don't know what kind of food we had in the house. Like I just don't remember anything about food. But I remember being 11 years old and there being this significant turning point. And I got up one morning and my mum sat me down on the couch and I have very like vivid memories of the way that the, the living room was set out and what my mum was wearing. And she started crying and she said to me that her and my dad, and my dad had died when I was four. She said that her and my dad weren't my parents that they were my grandparents and that the man whom I thought was my brother and his wife that was actually my mum and dad and I remember that changing absolutely everything because in that moment I convinced myself that nobody loved me that my parents didn't want me I took on all these feelings of rejection and feeling abandoned. and I was hurt and sore and resentful and confused. And after I had been born, my birth mum and dad stayed together and they went on and had other children. And so my sister was quite close to me in age. And I remember thinking, Well, what was so special about her? Like, why did they keep her? And so, to think she was special, I had to think there was something wrong with me. And those were the feelings that I hung on to for the rest of my life until I came into AEA. And those were the feelings that I ate on. Because after that happened, all I can remember is food. After that, all the way through secondary school, all I can remember is being constantly obsessed with food, constantly obsessed with my weight, constantly obsessed with what everybody else was eating and resentful if they looked like they were eating whatever they wanted and were getting away with it. So basically we're slim. And everything revolved around food. And I had no idea at the time that that was what I was using to change how I felt because I felt so awful, being stuck in those feelings of rejection and et cetera. I only see that now looking back, that I was just constantly eating to change how I felt. And I always felt awful and was convinced that I always needed to feel good. So all the way through secondary school, I was permanently on diets. I tried all different kinds of Slimming pills. I used laxatives um, and eventually I started drinking and taking drugs and I thought that was the answer to life because when I started taking amphetamines it suppressed my appetite and I didn't want to eat and so I was delighted because I felt like I was in control and I was using the amphetamines to control my weight except I was never in control and I didn't realize that at the time. And all the while these feelings of abandonment and rejection and resentment and bitterness and jealousy was just getting worse and worse and worse. And the worse it got, the more it acted out with food, alcohol, drugs, spending money, all kinds of things. And it was really painful, and really painful. And so eventually it was very apparent to everyone that I was a mess because with the alcohol and the drugs, it was just outwardly obvious that things were not good. And, you know, I was in trouble with, in lots of different relationships. I was on the verge of being sacked. I was in debt up to my eyeballs, remortgaged my house twice. Um, I was unbearable to be around people. People didn't like me because I was overbearing, I was controlling, I wanted to dominate everyone, I wanted to be in control at all times. I was arrogant, balshy overconfident. I was hard work to be around. And so eventually I came to my first 12-step fellowship and I discovered that I was an addict. And I learned what it meant to have the disease of addiction. And I was introduced to having a relationship with a power greater than me and the 12-step recovery program. And it has absolutely saved my life. And so I was able to go through a very thorough step four and five and then go on and do a step eight and nine and was able to let go of all of that nonsense that I was hanging on to. feelings of rejection, the jealousy, the resentment like I worked through all of that and those really fractured broken relationships that I had with family members very gradually just began to get better and in all the time that I've been in AEA they have continued to get better and um I stayed sick, I was in other fellowships for about six years before I came here and I stayed very unwell because I wasn't willing to change. I thought I enjoyed being selfish and self-centered because it meant I always got what I wanted. So I didn't want to have to conform to the program. I wanted to pick and choose what I did on any given day. I didn't have a sponsor because I was unable to follow direction from anyone. That was um, beneath me. I felt like I was a weakling if I was going to follow direction from anyone. And so eventually, I got to the point before I came to AEA where my eyes were finally opened and I realised that I was a really horrible person, that I saw the ugliness of my character and I didn't like it. And so when I came to AEA and I asked somebody for help, I was finally ready to take direction. And I'm really grateful that by the time I came to AEA, I had nowhere else to go and no one else to turn to because it meant I had to stay here. And so I really believe that me learning how to just do as I was told, especially didn't, when I didn't want to and especially when I didn't understand was the beginning of me getting well. The ego was right-sized and because the ego was right-sized, it meant God could get into my life and work on my behalf. And since coming to AEA, my life has continued to get better. I am so happy and content and satisfied with my life and I know that that is a direct result of my relationship with God and my willingness to get up every day and throw myself into helping other people because the more I think of others the less time I have to think of myself and when I think of myself it's painful so not thinking about me is a really good thing and I learned in this fellowship that it was all a lie to believe that my family didn't love me and I experienced that so much more recently like I experienced that on like a deeper level because like most of you will be aware I, I got married a couple of weeks ago and I got married to Myrian who just happens to be here he too is a member of AEA and um I'm a bit of a sucker for a love story I think we've got a pretty cool love story So um, at the beginning of the year, the majority of my family didn't even know I was dating anyone. I called them up at the beginning of January and I said to them, just to let you know, I've been dating a guy for the last few months. We got engaged at Christmas and we're getting married in six weeks. Now that sounds a bit crazy. And every single one of my family members were absolutely overjoyed. I could, I could sense it from them and I could hear it in their responses that they absolutely trusted my judgment because for the last however long I've been in AEA, they've witnessed someone who is sober and lives a really sane and sound life. And on the lead up to the wedding, I experienced so much love from my family members and from our closest friends. They were absolutely overflowing with joy and love. And that really came out in conversations I had with them and text messages they sent and phone calls and cards. It was overwhelming and I was moved to tears countless times. and. Um, I had an auntie who in all my life has never once paid me a compliment. And on the run-up to our wedding, she complimented me multiple times and even gave me her wedding dress to wear on my wedding day. It was incredible. And she messaged me after the wedding to tell me how proud she was of me and how much she loved Myriam before she'd even met him. My brother messaged me today to tell me I looked beautiful on my wedding day and that it was the happiest he had been in a long time. I honestly don't have the words to articulate the love that I felt from everyone leading up to the wedding, on the wedding day and since then. And it has absolutely blown me away. And I know that the only reason I am experiencing all of that is because I'm in recovery. If I hadn't come to AEA and stayed here, well, I wouldn't have met Marian to start with. He would not have liked the person that I was before I came here. And we would not be experiencing what we're experiencing now. And um, I love knowing that that's just the tip of the iceberg. Like, I know if I stay close to AEA, if I stay close to God, if I keep in regular contact with a sponsor and other sober members, if I am willing to change and have God right-size my ego and go to any lengths to help other people, my life is going to continue to get better. I just know that. I know that the best is yet to come. So thank you very much for letting me share and I'll leave it there.